combat divas Stomp your left, right, left Combat divas hey. Yo, welcome back to the Combat Divas podcast This your girl TG And your girl Tanisha B And we are back, 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 back for another episode. Tanisha B, how you feeling, man? Yeah, I feel like we've been gone for a while. Have we really been too long? Gone? Yeah, too long. It's been almost like a month. We've been we've been busy. We've been busy, but just not busy recording. But we are absolutely back. And I mm-hmm. feel I feel amazing actually. <coughs> great. <laughs> I'm sorry. <coughs> I'm glad you're feeling good. I promise I was telling the truth. She started coughing like I was lying or something. <laughs> That's where I went. For everybody tuning in, Tanisha B has actually been, uh, she tested positive for uh, the coronavirus. So she is currently all infested with disease over there. But she feels great. <laughs> I was thinking about Cardi B. Coronavirus! <laughs> COVID-19. It's taking over your body. But you feel okay, though? I feel fine, actually. Um, yeah. So imagine my surprise uh, having them aggressively stick those swabs <laughs> up both my little nostrils. I was just, I, there's no feeling like it in the world. I'm like to the point where I don't even, I don't like things being stuck up my nose anyway. Yeah. Uh, whenever I get a little congested and I have like the little nasal sprays, I literally have my friends administer my nasal spray. Like, oh wow! Because I can't, I can't do it. Like I, I get real like I don't know. It's just not squeamish, but it's just like ah, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> I, I can't do it because just like when people have a problem with putting eye drops in or whatever yeah. somebody else put eye drops in that same way with me so it's like when they had to stick that damn test freaking swab all the way up there I yeah I couldn't I couldn't take it and then he had to do it twice so it was one up one nostril and he was like I was like all right whew, all right that was horrible that was horrible I'm glad I got that over with he was like nope I gotta do the other one I was like what <laughs> all you needed all you needed I feel like they was trying to take brain matter I I was like (laughs) is COVID in my brain like why is it up there so far I was like are you sure you're just getting like the the specimen you're not really like poking up in like you know my eyeball right it was was horrific did your eyes water nah it did yeah and then like I was like it burns I was like COVID (laughs) <laughs> Did you give it to me because I feel like you directly inserted it into inside my immune system. I, I feel like I feel I feel attacked. <laughs> it's it's an uncomfortable joke. I feel like it was serious, but he was like, uh-huh, "You're uh-huh. No. It's, it's pretty uncomfortable. <laughs> it is pretty uncomfortable. I mean, obviously, I don't have problems sticking anything up my nostrils, but um, that test is uncomfortable. <laughs> so, uh, it's all in the book. It's all in the book. If you read our book, you you already know this. Like, uh, you don't have a problem, ETG. I really. Um, I am. I'm glad you're feeling okay though, because you know some people had all these respiratory issues. What made you go take the test? What made you think that I um, may have it? Well, we were. They said we were exposed by um, 
one of the people at work. So I'm mm-hmm. on orders and one of the women there, she um, was exposed and he thought that she was coming down with like a common cold or bronchitis or just catching a little bug because she has taken the vaccine already. Mm-hmm. So she didn't think nothing of it. And I think that maybe one of her family members uh, that she had been close with or been around had tested positive. So she went to Mm. get um, a rapid test and hers came back positive. So immediately everyone in the office, we went to go get tested, did the self-administered test, which I don't think that I did go as far as I could have because I got the thing with putting shit up my nose. (laughs) (laughs) My test came back negative, but they also tell us like because the the information has changed as far as COVID protocols from the beginning of the pandemic all the way up until now. At first, it was like as soon as you're exposed, you immediately go get a test. But then it's also like, well, once you're exposed, you wait two days, self-quarantine and then get the test and then quarantine until you get your results. Or I'm like, it's so much so they said that we we uh didn't wait long enough to go get tested and that's why I was negative but I had went away I was like all right I'm gonna get the test a couple of days later then I went uh but since it was negative my initial test was negative I was like all right well I'm clear to go on my weekend trip so I went on a weekend trip to Atlanta with some people Mm -hmm. and I came back that Sunday evening so that monday morning i went to go get tests i was like all right so i'm gonna go get the test that way i can go ahead and go to work blah blah blah, and let my people know mm-hmm. and stalking the results stalking the results stalking the results and then i get a call at nine not like 9 30 that night was saying like um miss bullion you tested uh um the, your, your test came back positive Oh, I was like wow. positive, negative. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> oh no, no, no! Sorry, sorry. It's tested positive. Am I right? He's like, are you? Are you okay? You fine. I was like, are you sure? I'm sure, ma'am. It says positive. It says that you... Oh. I was like, oh. oh, fine. What is wrong with you? Positively negative. <laughs> <laughs> All right? In my mind, like, you're waking and gunning her, I'm like, am I right? Like, no. No. No, not at all. <laughs> just just negative. No, just positive. That's it. It's like one of those things to where, like, if you get an STD, you gotta go go call up and tell your partners type of shit. Like that's that's what that's what this pandemic has put us in. It, it you <laughs> know what it is. It, it gets weird because <laughs> <laughs> so now you like, <clears throat> right. I was around you last week the other day, but I, we would I I exposed you. I tested <laughs> too. Like it's like an intimate type of thing. Yeah, it makes it too serious because it's like now I gotta call everybody that I know that I've been around People remotely. Be like, they be like, "Don't hit me with no bad news." Was you you all right? <laughs> no, hit me with no bad news. God, I gotta go down the list. Like, oh, they got think about everybody that I came in contact with. Right, I gotta call my partners now. Intimate people, uh, you be like, I, uh, yeah. So you, you should go get tested because I'm positive and. Mm. Yeah, okay. I mean, you got to keep everybody safe. So, I, you know, I get it. 
even though it makes it really a little too intimate for me, but I do get it. So try to try to keep everybody safe. Because even if I got it, I mean, even if you got it, you don't like if you didn't feel symptoms at all, never got tested. You know, you could have gave it to all of us. Me exactly. I'm like, I went to go pick up cookie dough, and then I had to tell them like, ah, sorry. <laughs> You've been exposed. You've been exposed. <laughs> I like, did not what? know when I picked up the cookie dough People that there would be a positive. What? I'm like, but I, everybody I, you've been in contact with has been negative so far, though, right? Yeah, but I was like, awesome. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, but I didn't know. Well, here's the question: though. Has everybody you've been around had the vaccine? Um, a couple of people. Okay, and then other people have not been vaccinated. Yeah, so it's interesting to kind of, I guess, try to put all the facts together. Everybody else negative, and I'm I'm the positive. Like it's and it's crazy, and I I'm not showing any, I'm not showing any signs. And then the next day, wait, so next day, so my primary care doctor called me like that morning, Mm. and she was like, "Hi, Miss Bolier." They come, they come in with a soft voice. Hi, Miss (laughs) Bolier. I'm sure you've heard your results by now. I was like, yes. Well, I fucking heard too. Yes, I did. Oh my God. She said that it was negative. She said, I mean, like you say, cool. So excited that it was negative. It's negative. I feel fine. I feel great. She said, no, no, no. Miss Foley. Miss Foley. I was like, no, I'm fine. I'm so trying to get a call across. You didn't fuck with all the healthcare officials. No, 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 ma'am, ma'am, no, ma'am. <laughs> You're no, actually positive. You tested positive. Positive? <laughs> I was like, no, nah, I'm just kidding. I, she told me last night that I was positive. She's like, oh, You I'm are an ass. Me. Oh, my God. I'm so relieved. I'm like, yeah. Such She's an like, Are you feeling okay? You, are, you, are you symptomatic? <laughs> are you having any fevers, chills, blah, blah, blah? I was like, lady, I am, I am fine. I am. Fine. <laughs> but it was day two, so who knows? I'm mean, like, I this day, no matter of fact, day one, because you know it's like you get tested, it's day zero. But I feel like it's right. day one. But whatever. Yeah, yeah, zero. That's that's true. But I'm just happy that you're feeling pretty good, and that you know you haven't had any issues, um, okay. respiratory or otherwise. So I mean, I think that's a blessing. You you on the right side of the track, so you don't got like a another week of this quarantine. Yes, one more week, and then I um I'll just follow up with the VA to to have them jam some shit up my nose <laughs> again, <laughs> uh. you know, so they can uh, fully uh, test me. I think that it's a uh, it's, it's something about those uh, self administered tests. I feel like if you don't if you don't administer them properly, like to yourself, like if you really really don't get in there past your comfort zone threshold, then I feel like you won't get a, a accurate, a super accurate reading unless, right. unless it's like severe, like, especially with someone like me, I don't have any, like, uh, their symptoms. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if I was to like lightly swab my nose, of course, I feel like it'll come back. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The self-administered test is not effective because most of us, won't stick it as far up our nostril as, as it's required, probably. So, yeah. I mean, some people say, like, all you have to do is stick it a little bit and you can get a good reading, but you know, it seems like the father, I mean, you got to get in there to, to actually get some good mucus or something yeah. stick to, to get the, to get the, uh, the uh, actual result. So, I'm just glad you're doing okay. Have you been, like, drinking tea and 
herbs? Because I, I know you're like really big on the herbs and stuff like that. Yes, yes, I have. And I've been like, I, <laughs> okay. I have to sort of kind of eat my words. I mean, I hate, I'm an Aries. <laughs> I, I hate to be wrong about any, any fucking thing. So it's like, I'm not wrong. I just kind of like tweak my words a little bit. What were the, what are the words that you're eating? No, I was like, Sue, I got my herbs. I ain't gonna catch COVID. <laughs> no. Oh. So no one's absolutely no one's safe from not yeah. catching it. However, I will fine tune my words. It was because I mean I had this 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 pandemic or whatever, everything everything jumped off. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been over a year and a half. I've been good. I've been healthy. My my son, my mom, everyone around me has been, for the most part, healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far, I've only been the one that's been out more so than my you know close family members. So I try to protect myself more often. Mm-hmm. So, but I have been building my immune system up with all the herbs and stuff that I have been drinking before the pandemic, and also you know stayed on top of it since everything happened so i caught it i have it that's what the tests say or whatever (laughs) and okay my herbs i feel like my herbs still work even though i still have covid but my herbs still work because i've been able to move around i don't have any respiratory issues i'm not coughing i'm not sneezing i haven't lost my sense of taste smell um and no fevers, no body aches, or or anything. That's so I've been one of the lucky ones because I know that a lot of our, uh, you know, people that we know have mm-hmm. not, you know, had the same type of outcome, and we've also known those who have uh, fatally lost their battle to COVID too. So I am very Absolutely. grateful that so far I've been mustering through it pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, keeping myself uh trying to keep myself mentally tough because it sucks being in isolation completely by yourself i don't have nobody like to to no quarantine boo or nothing like right that. <clears throat> exactly which i yeah. think that would be problematic in itself so you'd be like because after a while <laughs> you get tired of the person <laughs> you get tired of the person or you end up creating new problems i anybody got time for that so <laughs> well i'm glad it, that was a hill that you die on the herbs. Like, yeah, you were really, you're really passionate about the herbs, and I don't need, the, I don't need the vaccine. I got herbs, so I, you know what? I never said that. I never said well, that. I you didn't say that per se. Yeah, I'm putting I'm words saying, in your mouth. I'm saying that <laughs> until Uncle Sam give it to me, I wasn't getting it. <laughs> this is what I'm volunteering for, which is, no, which is cool. Right. I'm just I'm saying, you know, enough in my well, life. <laughs> I did. I, I I joined the military. I volunteered, and next thing you know, uh, two years later, and and PTSD and all this other extra shit. So it's like you always leave <laughs> like a souvenir that you didn't ask for. Exactly. So yeah, I'm I'm dying on the hill of my. <laughs> That's oh, the hill I'm dying on my herbs is helping me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and keeping my immune system pretty well, you know, defensed up. Right, so, right. Yeah, absolutely. That's my hill. So our disclaimer is, this is not a medical show, so <laughs> we are not giving away any <laughs> medical advice. We're not telling anybody to take or not to take the vaccine or to take herbs over any other medications. Please consult your doctor. 
That means that <laughs> <laughs> heels that you are dying on. Speaking of heels, uh, that's what we want to kind of talk about today. <laughs> some, some of the heels that we die on. One of those for Tanisha was <laughs> was these uh, herbs, and uh, I don't know. We like to make fun of her at this point because she was so adamant about the herbs and making everybody else drink tea. Hey, you want some tea? Um, so which I feel fine though. Shit. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> But <laughs> did y'all, did y'all yeah. die? <laughs> no one died. Yeah, yeah, no. We, but did you die? No, no, we okay. So uh, <laughs> I, I appreciate the earth. But the other heels uh, that we die on um, is one of the heels that I, I, I die on, and that I always I've said this for a while that the creepiest thing for me to see is a child who can <laughs> take a lemon. Put it in their mouth and suck on it and not have a reaction at all. Something about those type of kids scare me. I don't know what it is. I don't know if they can't be trusted. I, I, I don't know if like they have some type of sociopathic tendencies, but those type of kids always scare me. Absolutely. Especially <laughs> if they make eye contact when they do it. You put a <laughs> lemon dead in your mouth and you just going to look at me and you don't flinch. You don't flinch. Man, I can't handle it. It's the scariest thing in the world to me. People so might good. be like, well, they taste buds is probably still developing. Nah, fuck that shit. All kids do that. Like, if they don't do that little wiggle, like, ah, you know, like, like, it's like that. yeah. that's the norm. That's how you test uh, reflexes, you know? Like, so I feel like that kid is lacking some type of natural reflex. That's like, you just eat the lemon like, and be like, oh, oh, like, you gotta move a little bit. Make a face, right. something. It's sour. Like, it's Sour. Some kids eat like an orange. I seen a kid one time bite into an onion. I was like, oh! <laughs> 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 and they didn't flinch. They just ate it. I was like, oh, that was... Oh. <laughs> the video of like a kid doing that bit right into the uh, the onion. She was like... <sighs> like it's an apple. Who does it? She was like, ah. You know, it's a little... Uh, it's a little potent, but I mean... <laughs> and she took another bite into it. Oh! Like, oh, that's not a kid. Like, I, could, I couldn't watch it. I, could not watch like, I can't like put it. my finger on it. Why it tastes like this? But I'm gonna go for a second bite. Yeah, that's how I pick what kids are gonna do. What how they how they eat stuff like that? A lemon, onion. Like if you just pick up a lemon and eat it, probably keep your kid on the other side of town. Yeah, and I they can't play with my kid. So that's, that's the, like no, I probably can't turn my back. You know, of all horror movies, you know, children are the main killers. So, you know. <laughs> I, mean, I mean they are I mean you, you know they scarier when I think those type of horror movies do give you more of a fright than the other ones because out something is scary about kids killing people like it's, I mean, just it's not a high chance the kid to kill you but it's not a zero chance that a kid won't kill you so it's, it's just something scary about this children and dogs like if they if they are in a horror movie, count me out. All it's horror the, movies, but definitely it's the innocence those. that lowers your guard. It's the innocence. It's the child. It's the baby. Yeah, and then they. Or like, it's a toy. Right. It's yeah. A toy. <laughs> it's a toy. It's a doll. It's gonna come to life as a doll. All right. So you should be relaxed about it. Then all of a sudden, like this cute little, you know, non intimidating thing just comes out, and just want to kill you. That's those are the scary movies for me. Yeah. I don't watch them. Who can you tell though? Like who you can't even fucking tell nobody. <laughs> the dog came to life. Oh, the dog. Yeah, I think you crazy after that. Right. And so you know you in a slight war and then the fucking doll has killed the whole fucking community. And now it's like she wasn't lying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> another hill, another hill we down is and me, both me and Tanisha be feel like this. All smart people, all geniuses have some kind of psychological problem. Everybody that's super, super smart have been put in a category of crazy or bipolar or autistic or something like that. Like everybody who is super smart has some type of problems. And I could I could see why, like when you're super smart, you gotta carry all this burden of all this information. It could kind of make you not what society calls the norm, you know? Because a lot of people they they fear what they don't understand. They shy away from what they don't understand. They criticize what they don't understand. And Mm -hmm. if someone is not thinking on the same wavelength as you are, and not saying that you're at the, at the, at the height of far as, what am I trying to think? Uh, the height of, I'm going to say the height of smartness, like, because that's, <laughs> that's not the word. If, but I'm just saying, like, if you're like, like, like at the tip top of intellectual, you know. Yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. The height, the height of. Your intelligence level. Right, is, your intelligence level. Like, you, who's saying that your IQ is off the charts or whatever for you right. to see somebody else as being weird or just crazy or whatever have you. Yeah, that's um, true. Like I, I'm my favorite. Everybody that knows me knows that my absolute favorite artist, my favorite uh, rap artist, is Kanye West. I mean, sure. Town. I'm you know born and bred Town all day. Mm-hmm. Love me some Kanye. But people want to say like, oh, he's crazy. Oh, he's this. Oh, he's that. But I'm like, he's a genius to me. To me, absolutely, absolutely. I think Kanye West is very smart. So smart that he can't even talk, you know, properly about what's going on in his head because his mind is moving so quickly. His exactly. mind is moving a hundred miles a minute. So when he talk, he do sound dumb. It's like, what? What Kanye are you trying to say right now? But <laughs> the man is so intelligent, like he need a translator. He's like really speaking <laughs> kind of well, like he always say, he he kind of went to Jetsons almost because he is so far in the future, so far in the future that. Actually, if you really look at the clothing line that he put out, I don't know how long ago, with the all the clothes was like kind of earth tones and kind of baggy and big and stuff like that. And yeah. this was like, oh, I mean, was that four or five years ago? Yeah. Something like that. So that came out like four or five years ago. If you go into a lot of stores now, like uh, H&M, uh, Macy's, I've seen it, um, uh, Nordstrom, Von Mauer, you go into these type of stores, you will see a similar outline of how clothing looks today. Like the fall line is mostly earth tones, kind of baggy looking clothes, you know, you know mm-hmm. bigger clothes, bigger. Everybody going for like pans, the browns. The yeah, the, 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 like the ba- green. And- yeah, the big jogging pants, kind of the more baggy shorts, you know, kind of knee cut off. And it's exactly what he envisioned five years ago for fashion, but we just wasn't there yet. So I think I think this man is, is a genius, but all the Einstein, they said that he had a problem. You know, all, all geniuses have some type of yeah, issue, but or uh, Asperger's, yeah, uh, or on the spectrum. But he's just so smart. Most smart people have some type of quirk, and it's like, damn, they. But you fuck with them because they're smart, so it's just like ah. <laughs> it's hard for them to explain. So it's like it's almost like our 
our brains are lower functioning and there's <laughs> all cylinders yeah. and they can't explain it to you. So you're like, oh, this motherfucker dumb or they just done so they crazy. Or they right. Just, like, but that's not it. Like, they just, they I just, just don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> like, they just can't articulate. It's like taking Adderall for a week straight and trying to like write down all your thoughts. Like that shit look like, <laughs> like, I don't know, like you spiraling. Like, but it actually makes sense to you. So when you come to yourself, you don't see it then, but <laughs> while you in it, you got a, ma- a million amazing thoughts. So yeah, when your brain is firing on all cylinders, shit looks crazy. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know about the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I believe you. <laughs> I believe you. And yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, they just, we all just communicate, we all communicate differently, but yeah, yeah but that's, that's one of our, that's definitely one of our hills. Like if somebody that's like just blessed with major, major genius and yeah. just think well beyond our understanding, a lot of them are deemed to have some sort of a psychological issue when absolutely. I, mean, I think that there's just absolutely a beautiful creation. Absolutely. I, I, I agree with that. Another hill, both of us agree on this hill that we would die on, is that TV shows, TV series are superior to movies. I just feel that way now. I didn't used to feel this way, but exactly. the older I get, the more I can appreciate a good TV series over a movie. Like, I would watch a TV series before I watch a movie, just pretty much any day. Yeah, like, a t- like I can, like, if it comes down to me finding a movie, I'm like, oh, okay, the movie, like, an hour and a half. And then I'm like, oh, but all 12 seasons or yeah. all 13 seasons, yeah. I can just be constantly engaged. Yeah. I'm going for the TV series for whatever reason. Yeah. I was like, I'll just put this movie on my list. That's exactly. It'll go on my list. Exactly. on my list. That's exactly what I would do. They later, I'll be like, oh, damn, that movie came out already. Oh, it's- right. I'll put it on my hey. list. Yep. So when I'm done binging everything I really want to watch, I may pick up that movie <laughs> and check it out. Recently, Tanisha B and another one of our friends, Charity, they were just like, oh, man, you know, you got to catch up on Grey's Anatomy. You got to watch it. It's a good show. And I never watched Grey's Anatomy primarily because I was a little afraid of it. There's 17 fucking seasons of this show, right? So <laughs> if you get started, like, what the fuck else can you do until that 17 seasons and 24 episodes per season is over? That's months and months of fucking TV watching. I can't, I couldn't handle it. So I'm like, I, I'm just not going to start <laughs> this year. <laughs> then one day, unfortunately, I started one evening. I'm like, I probably not going to like this shit. I was doing laundry, actually. So, you know, I just needed some shit to do while I was doing laundry. And I'm like, all right, I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll just watch a couple episodes and just see what they're talking about. Like, what's the what's the to do about Grey's Anatomy? Oh my fucking! I, I couldn't even believe it. Like, I couldn't even believe I got into it. First of all, the first series, the first seasons looked like you know some old TV show. Like, it's not like up to date HD or yeah HD. You know, it's not like in your face. The picture even looks old. But something about the story that gets you involved, and now I'm all like. Oh, McDreamy. Oh my God, what's gonna happen? Like I'm just I'm just all into the show. And like like these people are my friends. And I was so aggravated that I couldn't stop watching. I'm still watching the show. Of course, I you can't catch up to 17 seasons in a small amount of time. You need Look, a couple I, I went back to start watching it and even I get like 
like certain scenes, I was like, oh my God. Like I Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's certain scenes that just stand out for me. Like when 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 George O'Malley died in the in the show, spoiler alert, if you have if you've never watched Great Anatomy, George dies. So when George died, it <laughs> it was an emotional episode for me. Like <laughs> I don't know what about it made me just cry so profusely when 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 they found a 007 she kind of, he kind of wrote it on him. I was like, oh, this is the best TV series ever. <laughs> like, this is amazing. So yeah, Grey's Anatomy uh, really impressed me. And I said to say that TV series are much uh, more superior than movies at this point. Yeah. Especially in our, in the in the um, in the era of streaming, absolutely, absolutely. Stream every single day. That's why they rush now to put so many uh, series uh, on either like Netflix or Hulu mm. or any type of streaming site because that's it's all about the streams. People don't want to wait a week yeah. to see the next episode. They try to put a whole entire series. Or a season mm-hmm. out all at once, so they know that's the that's the move right now. They that's crazy. making it quicker than um, some of the movies are. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. And you saw they just renewed Manifest for another season on Netflix. They that's did. Um, they, I mean, they received enough hate mail <laughs> <laughs> to put them back on track. Because I mean, people was angry. Like, okay, you didn't got us invested. We don't yeah. want to take flight eight two eights and shit, and we avoid <laughs> certain stuff and Montego Bay and shit like that or whatever. And and then y'all, y'all just gonna show really us this, show. you know, y'all gonna get us close to what really happened, and then it's like, yeah, shit did. It's canceled. Are you serious? Wait, what? Time, we still don't really know <laughs> what happened to these people. So yeah, right. I was I was very upset <laughs> when I, when they was canceled. I even I had to tweet Netflix like at this point I'll pay for the reboot. Just go on, uh, go on the side recording. <laughs> so now they're giving us a heads up. So they got to put everything in season four. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's like all right. So season four will be the fourth and final. <laughs> put final in all caps. Fourth and final. Got to finish it off. Like, yeah. yeah, well, thank you. Don't just get us to three and we like, all right, cool. We finna get to the to the meat and potatoes of it. Netflix may, may cancel it after the fourth, for real. Because, you know, Netflix is good for canceling a good show. But, but I mean, um, they let us know it's going to get canceled. Like, it's, that's the Yeah, thing. we got a heads up. C- NBC, CBS, whoever had the show. ABC, I don't know. But whoever had the show was just abruptly stopped it. It was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, like, how do you abruptly stop a very popular-ass show? They suck. So, yeah. I'm glad that's coming back out. TV series, again, see how we got lost with TV series? They so good. Superior to movies. I can't remember the last time I sat down and watched a good movie. Last movie I watched was Space Jam. Ah. I, so, let me beat this next hill. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, This next hill, and we, TJ and I both agree because we are both raised, we were both raised by baby boomers. Mm-hmm. And we would rather have needles stuck in our eyes than to Facts. teach baby boomers <laughs> about technology. Facts. That has to be one of the most painful, mm-hmm. excruciating deals to wear. <laughs> you might it, it might end up being disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It gets very intense to teach baby boomers about technology. Like I it's just a Carnesian circle. I mean, it's just we we keep going around in circles and circles and circles, trying to teach older people sometimes how to use technology. Shout out to the older people who who figured it out, like know how to use it. They're good to go. 
Yeah. I don't know a lot of y'all, but shout out to y'all who got it. So what what's the email? What? Well, what I gotta do? Oh my God. <laughs> what's the meme? Oh. But who who is a picture of? Like it's just a meme. A meme? What's a meme? They, like you ever tried to explain what a meme was? That's hard. Like it's it's not easy to do to explain what a meme is and how you don't really know them people in the picture, but it's still funny because of the text. Yeah. Or or the fact that you don't know and can't explain to them every single person that you scroll by on Facebook if they're sitting Thanks. next to you. You just Thanks. like a picture and be like, oh, that's a cute baby. Well, whose baby is that? I don't know. Well, how you don't know them? They tell your friends. No, they're not my friends. But yeah. like on Facebook, it's like you don't know everybody's everybody. But it's just a cute kid. It's like, I just want to like the picture and move on. Now I got to figure out who belongs to who they belong to. Now I'm doing a deep dive, see who this baby belongs to. And then at the end of it, you don't know who the fuck the people are anyway. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. We've talked about this before on this show. Or but like, yeah, we have. We have some baby boomers. Just sometimes, oh, we get along. I love all the baby boomers so much. My grandma's baby boomers. I, I absolutely adore baby boomers. But as far as technology goes, I'm just gonna have to hire somebody else to teach you that. Like, we're gonna have to find a home for somebody I, who does this. YMCA. I don't know. Something. My mom. She. She. <laughs> so she. She's a baby boomer, and she is. She sucks with technology, but you get the one of the most, to me, I feel like she got one of the most complicated phones. She wants an iPhone. So to me, I'm like, it's complicated. For her, it's complicated. She went from having a, uh, I think my mom had like a Blackberry. My mom went from having a Blackberry to where it had Mm -hmm. buttons to something that completely does not have buttons. And then she wants to text message and try try to have me to teach her how to do text messages, but then I guess one of her other baby boomer friends talked to her on the phone, like, girl, all you gotta do is press that little thing that look like a little microphone on the side and you just talk to it. <laughs> now, now I got this baby boomer talking to a phone and sending me text messages, which we all in some sort of way have an accent, kind of country, Words don't translate well via the text messages. Exactly. And then I don't be knowing <laughs> what the hell is going on half the time. What is she trying to say? <laughs> I, I sent back a bunch of question marks and she was like, what? <laughs> I, I'm like, what, what are you saying? It's like, hey, you want to go and go to the go to the store and grab some this and that and that, whatever. And it'd be like, uh, <laughs> stories and dishes and what? I'm like, <laughs> What are you saying? So yeah, it's trying to say it's it's like it's an attack on my own freaking mental, but they figure it out. But it's just I just don't want to be the ones that uh, assist them in figuring this shit out. It's it's difficult. The (laughs) the next hill, and this I actually saw this this recently, um, and we both have talked about this before too. The kids of today, and I feel so old saying the kids these days. (laughs) <laughs> but I just, I feel like when we was growing up, we understood, like, we could talk to each other a certain way. Oh, yeah, uh, fuck that, you know, and that was us. Mm-hmm. But, like, if an adult came around or, you know, we was in a public place where there were adults involved, like, we kind of slowed down the language a lot. Even though we was kids cursing, being bad, we slowed it down and, you know, understood that we respected our elders. And if an old person was standing up, be like, hey, you want to sit down? You know, like, shit like that. Like, normal... Yeah. Everyday common courtesy. I think that our kids 
nowadays, yeah, just even just going up to teenagers, some of them, not all, but some of them are so unaware of what's going on around them and don't really care that much about what's going on yeah, around them. That's what I that they say and do anything. They don't see old people standing up no more. They they talk to everybody the same. Ain't no code switching no more. The same way they talk to their friends is how they talk to you. They start a new job. They talk to you the same way they talk to their friends. Um, what's up? Can I help you? Know stuff like that. Like if you're running a business, you're in front of a business doing customer service is important. Absolutely. So you can't talk to your friends like you talk to a customer. You know. You you be trying to talk to them. And like if you if you just see because it's like you hate to be the person who's like you know I'm just gonna I'm just gonna mind my business but right. that's the problem with how kids are the way they are these days because you're like oh, I'm just as an adult I'm like I'm just gonna mind my business but mm-hmm. you would try to say something to these kids and then they'd be about ready to kill your ass yeah they yeah care. yeah they they, 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 they have a they don't have the same care levels we had I don't know. I don't know if they just feel, I think the kids these days just feel like their opinion matters a lot. Like their opinion actually matters. We was growing up, we, I mean, we had an opinion, but it didn't really matter that much. If we kept it to ourselves, it was grown people, it didn't matter, you know. But these kids with social media, everybody got an opinion, everybody feels like this shit really matters, so everybody got to say what they want to say. And it gets kind of ridiculous. So I think uh, with kids these days, it gets rough with them communicating and they don't realize how to code switch and stuff like that. We got to teach them how to do something other than just look at their phone all day and talk to a celebrity via social media. And they don't care. Like, it's the thing. It's like they they really don't care to code. You can tell them like, hey, you see that adult right there or whatever. Like, shit, I don't give a fuck. Right. They got to respect me too. You got to give respect to get it. Like, learn and all that. But yeah, it's like, we didn't have all that growing up. It was like kids was at the kids' table type of thing. We were in grown folks' conversations. Grown folks had like this blanket level of of respect that you that you render onto them. Because they're adults, period. Not no right. other like, reason. Exactly. And like until they deem to where until where you <laughs> You don't necessarily have to respect them, but you don't have to also disrespect them. But they had to be like a crack addict type of... Yeah. They had to be like the most deadbeat adult that it was like acceptable to disres- or like disregard them. Like you would say anything right. to them because they... We were- still couldn't disrespect them, but we didn't have to go out of our way to show them the utmost. Like we didn't have to approach them and be like, oh, you, I ain't got to show you shit. I ain't got to do shit for you. I ain't got to da 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 Like get all crazy out your body because at the end of the day, they still know they're still an adult. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's yeah. You have to go out your way. Not that way anymore. I, I agree. So yeah, that's a, that's a hill I die on. The kids these days, are they, they really have a problem with the whole, um, respecting uh, authority figures and adults issue. And I'm not quite sure where it stems from, from. We could say parenting all day, but you know, you could be the best parent in the world at home and your kids just still do whatever they want to do in the street. <clears throat> so it's kind of hard to blame parents for, you know, whatever. And also when it comes to parents these days too, me included, is that, you know, how you grew up, you don't really want your kid to grow up that way. You really would like your kid to be more free, more expressive, but still have a balance in the whole respect thing. So yeah. it's tricky, you know? It is. Because I just came, I mean, came across a lot of mouthy kids. <clears throat> I'm like, you ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I see themselves. Like, 
Don't say nothing. Because <laughs> you want kids to respect themselves. I mean, you know, to express themselves, but at the same time, realize there's respect factor there. Like you can express yourself without being disrespectful. So that's what we we want to instill. Right, ask people, kids, can you fight? Because look, yeah, like, you you don't play that. You be you be ready. Like what what they say? I, what what you, what you say? What? <laughs> I'm a little more lenient. Like ah, it's a kid, but you know, no. uh uh-uh. uh uh-uh. no. <laughs> <laughs> another hill that that we talk about. Uh, I you know I don't know if we've really gone into this, but I really do believe this. I would like to more normalize couples living apart. Like when couples get together, I think the next step is, you know, we want to move in together, get married, live together. But there's a lot of married people now that don't live together and more couples that are starting to live apart. And I just think they're self-aware. Like you got to know what you, what you can take. So you can't take people in their space. Married Married. couples that live apart? Yeah. it's, It's happening more and more now. They're married, but they don't live in the same house. What? They can't take each other in each other's space all the time. Like they they spend a night at each other's house every now and then, but they need personal space. I mean, I'm not judging. It just sounds really unconventional. I've now I've heard of spouses living in the same household but have separate bedrooms. They just taking it up a notch. My grandparents, I had they had that. Like they, I was like they, but they married and they, but. They've come to not be able to sleep next to each other. One person snores or the other person moves around too much and it disturbs yeah. their rest and all these things that develop over time. But no, not completely, completely separate residences. I, it's, it's happening more and more that they live separately, you know, and it's, it's effective. It works. They say it's, it's freeing. It takes away a lot of the pressure to, you know, to cohabitate, it's a lot. Now, I mean, most of these people have more money in life. Um, I, I, you know, I'm not sure if a lot of these people have children. And maybe if they do have children, maybe their children are older now, or they just raise their children and understand that mom and daddy are together. We just don't always live together. So, Yeah, I, I think that that may be a thing for either one, uh, couples who don't have, who don't have children at this time. Yeah, and also like you were saying, uh, maybe they do have children, and their children are adults now, and they moved out of the home, and then they live separately, but still want to be together. I, I mean, I've never heard of that as far as like marriages go, but like in relationships, yeah, like you know, just a regular traditional relationship to where, you know, you y'all still have your own space, right? But. Yeah, well, no, I mean, I'm not that. I've never been that person to <laughs> like, let's move in together. Like, let's just, because I mean, I enjoy, case well, case of point, I guess. I mean, because I enjoy my own space. I enjoy my own, you know, my stuff, my own stuff around me. I enjoy going to my own refrigerator and grabbing <clears> the things <throat> that I want to eat or things I want to drink and go back to the refrigerator and still there. Mm-hmm. So maybe I have a sharing problem or something like because I definitely do. I'm glad you admitted it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, sharing. Sp- I mean, it's like I like what I like and I like what I like in abundance. So I <laughs> so it would be hard for somebody else to inhabit your space and conform to that if they like what they like too. say that again. It would be hard for somebody else to inhabit the same space as you if they like what they like as well. Like if another person likes an abundance of what they like, you know, they have their, you know, particular brands. At this point, y'all gonna have to put y'all name on all the food and stuff. That's that's the only way y'all can live. 
I think okay. So I don't think that that it it would it should come down to where we labeling our food like because that's just that's just dumb. Like you you know if it's not yours, it's the other person's or whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> but it has to be one of those things to where um, you respect each other's stuff. Like say for instance, like I don't know if we both like I don't know lemonade or some shit or whatever, and our favorite brand of lemonade. And the last person that consumes it, you know, just get some more or just buy some more or buy it, buy more of it or whatever. It never should get to, to where it's like, all right, yeah, we like it. I like it, blah, blah, blah. And then it's always gone. And you know that, I don't know. It's just, I, I think I in a perfect I, world I, that works, but you know, people are, they got their own shit going on in their head too. They drank the lemonade. Went to work, did whatever, came back, and they still didn't bring lemonade back. So now, now we have a problem. Now it's like, now you know you drank the rest of the lemonade, and now ain't no more lemonade. Why the fuck you didn't bring lemonade home? I'm tired now. I ain't gonna get no lemonade. You saw it was going. So it, it can start a, a conflict right there. That's why people live separately. People like that who, who have a problem sharing. Above it. I want to say I'm above it, but I don't think that I am. Uh, a lot of people are not. This is why a lot of marriages sometimes don't work out. It started with these small things. <laughs> not being able to share, you know, having these little stripes. And then all of a sudden somebody cheated on the other person because they couldn't talk to their spouse or something like that. It, it, it always escalates. You know? So I think, I think it's being self-aware and knowing what you can take and what you can't take. Some yeah. couples do opt to live in separate places and still be very much together and very much in love. Just they can't share space. But at what point do like at what point? I guess it varies for different couples because I'm like, at what point do you feel like, all right, we've lived separate long enough. It's time for us to merge. Is that yeah. when I mean, maybe when they move to a home and marry? Probably seen citizen home. Probably when they. In a, in a, <laughs> I mean, even when you get married, maybe like during child rearing, they probably would cohabitate and live in the same place. I mean, I can imagine like, okay, I can imagine like, okay, I've been in relationships and I have my place and they have their own place or whatever. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't imagine just getting married and it'd be like, and you carry me over the threshold and you'd be like, all right, I'm about to go to my place. All right, <laughs> I mean, y'all, you would spend a night with one another and stuff like that. That's like, <laughs> but when it's time for that space or that break, it is a mutual, I'm going to go home. You need me? Like, and it's like, no, nah, I don't. You can take your ass to the crib. That's fine. And like, everybody got their own little space. I feel like, okay, so when it comes down to home buying or condo or whatever it is that they, what type of space they want to cohabitate together, I think that that type of mentality should be uh, at the forefront when picking a place. Everybody having their own particular place that they find some, a level of solitude because no, you don't have to be up each other's ass every single solitary day. So you need your own little space to where it's like, all right, I know I can go to this space no one's going to bother me. Let me decompress and let me, you know, absorb my day. Mm-hmm. And then I can come out and then we can sit down and eat dinner and we can talk about it or eat lunch or whatever have you, or just have a meeting of the minds with the person that you're in a relationship with. It shouldn't be y'all get enough, a smaller space to where y'all like on top of each other. And next thing you know, I, you know, I can see, I, I, I get I get it, but I can definitely see this working out, especially for couples who, you know, have been married before and like are divorced and now are starting over. You know, the kids are like I said, grown out the house. Um, 
you know, just stuff like I, I could definitely see this working. I could see these relationships striving because absence does make the heart grow fond. Like if you don't see this person every day, all day, when you see them again, you're excited to see them again, you know, versus being a no matter what. I mean, it depends on the type of person you are. I do enjoy my spouse in the house with me, but I can see the other side of the coin. People don't enjoy their spouse in the house with them. And, that's, and that don't mean they love them any less. They just they just know what they can take, what they can't take. It's 2021. I'm, I'm proud enough of being self-aware and innovative in a way that, you know, they can just do their own blueprint for what a relationship looks like. I'm okay with that. Absolutely. So we can, we should normalize that a little bit more. <laughs> we shouldn't judge these people. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll just be like, well, I get it, though. I ain't judging. Yeah. I, I can see you completely. Like, it, it could work for you. It could work for one of our other really close friends, too. Like, because she don't like people in her space either. Like, she needs her time. And it's hard to have your time when it's somebody else in the crib. But you know why it's hard when you've had your own space mm-hmm. for so long. Yeah, See, I've never had to. I mean, I've been um, having my own spot for over for over ten years now, and it's just been me in my own space. So it's kind of hard to get into the realm of like sharing that space. I've never had to really share no space with anybody like that. I've never lived with anyone, so yeah. it's different for me. But- so. We keep it the same, keep status quo, and we just see each other all the time. I come over, and then you come over, and whenever we need each other, and then we come over. Like, I mean, I mean, it might be ideal. I can, I can see you living like that. I, I completely can see that. It, it would make sense for you. And I think the the moment they move in, that's when all the problems will happen. This one, right? Here. No, don't yeah. put that on me. Don't I, okay, okay. Put that. <laughs> You're right. I don't put that on you. I'll put that on you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like as soon as they work it, as soon as they come in, and as soon as they live with you, that shit ain't gonna work. But like, some people don't have a lot of patience to deal with another person constantly. Like their their patience are thin. Like um, get on board or get out. I'm learning. That's I'm okay. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't with no look. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not currently with and sharing space or whatever or sharing relationship with anyone. So I mean, I yeah. Um, Give me time. Give me time. <laughs> You're good. Give but that's the hill, that's the hill I will die on. I will down the hill of normalizing couples living apart. I will support any couple I, that decides to live apart. I'm, I'm, I'm on that hill with you guys. Power to the people. Yes. My last hill, because, man, I'm running out. Then my last hill, let me, I had three more hills, but you know I'm trying to bracket it up. My last <laughs> hill is, and this is true for me, and most people I know, I'd rather text you than call you. For most people, like if we have a, if we have to have like a detailed conversation, we need to talk on the phone, guy. Or we just need to shoot shit. We can talk on the phone, I got. If I talk to you often, we can talk on the phone. But if I don't talk to you like every day, often, and you call me, in my mind, I have to get prepared to have a conversation with you. So, like, I have to prepare to catch up. Hey, how you doing? Good, how you doing? How's the kids? So, we got to do all of this and then try to get to a point where we're getting to the point. And you might not have a point at all. You might just be calling me to check on me. But I don't want to have that long conversation sometimes. I'd rather you text me. I hate FaceTime. Don't FaceTime me at all. If I'm sitting in my house naked with a sports bra on and, 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 and just looking, I don't want to be FaceTime. they be like, why you answer the phone? Hey, I'm sitting in the crib naked. I'm not always dressed and ready to FaceTime. Like, I, mean, I don't know. That's me, though. 
Text me. That's I, okay, the, that's the so, so texting, texting is texting is fine because you can you can pick it up and you can respond at your own at your own convenience. Like right. it could be like, all right, I'm in the middle of doing something, I'll respond back to them later. Or you see the you see the text message and then you'd be like, mm, okay, I'm not sure how I'm respond yet, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna wait till later. So it's like you can pick up and put down the conversation whenever you want to rather than calling and then everything has yeah but I feel like if I don't like you saying like if I don't talk to you on a regular basis and then you just call me just to be like oh hey yeah I feel like me in the text message you can shoot the shit in the text message like that I really can I mean you don't need to really hear my voice you don't need oh and what aggravates me most is people that want to call you through Facebook Yes, like don't message call me. Call me through fa- if I don't talk to you, we don't even have each other's phone numbers. Don't it's call me via more <laughs> than a person FaceTiming you through Messenger on uh, freaking Facebook. Don't I always assume it's a mistake. Know. Like this person didn't mean it. It was like a butt like, down. Right, it was all that person butt down. I don't know yeah. how they butt down uh, uh uh but whatever. Don't it's 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 too much. I, I can't, I can't take it, but. I agree. Text and that's very millennial of me, but I would rather text message. And well, I do know that's a millennial I, thing. I realize I that. knew a guy <laughs> or know a guy that it was like always into text message. Text, 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 text. Ever since I've known the person. And I'm like, I, it was a time where I was running out of minutes. Like I had a minute plan. This was long. So it's kind of long <laughs> this was time. back when free nights nice weekends. Yeah, free nights nice basically. <laughs> I was like, you know. And that person had another carrier to where they had up like they upgraded to the unlimited, mm-hmm. unlimited text messages or whatever. And I'm you like, still have 400 minutes. Unlimited. <laughs> I have unlimited because I mostly call rather than text. Mm-hmm. I was a caller. I was a talker. Mm-hmm. Still am a talker. I can do both. Yeah, but, you are You're good at. It. But it got to the point where I was running out. I was running out of text, and then they was like, "Hey, it's gonna be 25 cent a text." Once again, that's a long time ago. <laughs> go over so I tried to I was like alright I'm running out of text so I'm gonna call this dude so I, I called and he ignored the call <laughs> he ignored the call and sends me a text message to say which is costing me still this send a text message that says use your words well I'm sorry <laughs> I, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry I ain't got no more fucking words okay <laughs> Because Verizon is trying to bust my head <sighs> over these fucking text messages. Okay. I can't like, afford to have words over. 25, I can't afford these words. Oh. So you're going to get this voice. So if you can't get this voice, you're going to get these words. <laughs> fucking, like, until the fucking weekend. I don't know if it was free text on weekends or if it was just a blanket, like, yeah. text packages for the month. Yeah. I was like, well, you got to wait till my shit replenish. And then, so, my dumbass still wanted to talk to the dude. <laughs> so I went on ahead and updated, uh, upgraded my plan. But I mean, mm-hmm. it's, but still. Use your words like, no. <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> uh, no. The no, fuck? Like that. I don't use my goddamn words. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my last hill. This is my last hill for real, man. <laughs> That'll be done, but I got to hit on this hill because this, this yeah, is the hill I doubt. Better than calls. Yeah, take better than calls. The last one for real. Stop requiring so much of women. Well, before we get married, which we'll do, we say to women, we don't get married. We don't get married. Get married. We'll have a baby. We'll have a baby. 
have a baby. Well, this baby's gonna be alone. You have another baby. Like, damn, can I live? <laughs> Stop requiring so much of women. Stop asking all these questions all the time. Let us be great. Damn. Because it adds, it adds unnecessary pressure. Yeah. It adds, it adds a timeline that we feel like we're not, we're not uh, staying in line with. I feel exactly. like it gives us the, well, by the time you hit this age, you should be this. And by the time you hit that age, and it should be this. And, by, mm-hmm. and everybody's relationship um, or just personal, everybody's life doesn't look, it's not going to be the same as anybody else's. Exactly. Worked for your life, worked for your life, fine. But we are two different beings. Like okay. you may have uh, went to high school, went to college, got a job, uh, found the love of your life, got married, uh, what? Got engaged, travel, got married, travel, had babies, got a house, got a car, <laughs> right. got a picket fence, got a dog and a cat, and a couple of chickens in the back. Okay, like, it may have worked, yeah. for you, but everybody's life is not set up the same. Everybody doesn't have those same pathways to where exactly. they. Some people find their love unconventionally. Some people find their love. Like you know, online, some people find their love in the library or whatever. They mm-hmm. find their love in many different ways. They also start their family in many different ways. Some people start their families before before marriage should probably be before they even been in a relationship for more than a couple some of people. Months. Yeah, that's true. Um, and they seem to work out. Some people may not be able to have children. Mm-hmm. Some people adopt. Some people foster. And when people want to come to you, once you, like you, once you are married mm-hmm. and already had a child and people want to be like all in your business, whoa, that kid going to be by herself. Why don't you have another kid? But it's like, you don't know what's going on in my life. How do you know that I haven't been trying to have another kid exactly. and I simply cannot conceive? Exactly. And, and how do you know that if I had a, a tumultuous pregnancy to where... Now I can't have any more. They may have mm-hmm. had to take my uterus. Yeah. Or whatever. People want to be all in your business because it just sounds nice, but they being extremely fucking intrusive. Exactly. Like, exactly. I, you know, I'm not married. When you gonna get married? When you gonna <laughs> settle down? It's like, what? Is this from a lack of fucking trying? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? You so I'm the problem? Like what what's right, right? How do you know I wanna be married? Exactly. How do you know that I want to expand my family? It just sounds good. And I'm like, I feel like people just think these intrusive ass questions is a good icebreaker or it's a good small talk. That's not, you know, what's good small talk? Hey, um, have you heard the news today? They have a a new Doritos flavor. (laughs) How do you feel about that? That's a little like bit. Have chicken and chicken and liver. It's a chicken and liver flavor. I don't. I don't fucking know. Right. Okay. Anything is better than the intrusive yeah. questions. Anything is better than what's going on in your womb. What's going on with the weight of your left ring finger? What's going on with your relationship situation? What's going on with you as a whole? And it's like. Even if I know you like that, like I feel like I have to know you, know you like that for you to know my life, for you to just ask questions. I don't, even, questions. I don't even ask those questions to my friends who 
who are in relationships or married or whatever. Right. I, right. I mean, because it's just too much. Let let them volunteer that information. Like, girl, I'm trying to have another baby. What? Right. Or, girl, kids. What? <laughs> or, Absolutely. Dot. What? Like, I, <laughs> I'm just going to be supportive. Right. No and matter what. Business. People just want to be all in your business. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Icebreakers. That's. <laughs> You're right. It makes Perfect. me fight you. Like, <laughs> perfectly <laughs> put. Perfectly put. Those violence. <laughs> right. Like, I, I want to fight you now. Like, yeah. what? Now I'm thinking about my life. Like, you know what? Now, now that it's the cause of my alcoholism and shit, like, <laughs> I mean, you're right. How come I'm not married? Right. You I know, I'm like man in my family. It's, it's not right. I'm the one to roll up and cuddle with in the middle of the night. Like, right. You start blaming yourself. So, yeah, leave people alone, man. Stop asking these intrusive ass questions. Leave them alone. That, well put, perfectly put. Is there a hill that we miss? Is there a hill? One of these hills that we'll die on that you will die on with us? <laughs> or is there a hill that we miss? We're like, no, this is not this hill I'll die on. Let us know what you think. Tanisha B, how can they reach us? You can stay up to date by visiting our website at combatdivaspodcast.net. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Combat Divas Podcast. On Twitter at Combat Divas Pod 1. Be sure to like and subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. Combat Divas, stomp your left, right, left. Combat Divas.